1: Hello and welcome to Music of the Mat, the podcast devoted exclusively to the music of pro wrestling. It's all part of the Voices of Wrestling podcast network. I'm your host, Andrew Rich. This is episode 168, and it's a music memories episode. And today I'm joined by a first-time guest here on the show. He is a contributor at Voices of Wrestling. It's Brady Trappett. Hello, Brady.
2: Hey, how's it going, Andrew?
1: I'm good. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Texas Rangers are in the playoffs for now. I'm expecting that to age horribly, but they're in there (laughs) for now. Um, And yeah, life's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's great to have you here, definitely. Um, Now, uh, not only is this your first time on this show, I believe it's the first podcast you've done ever as well. So uh, we're uh, we're breaking the seal there, Brady.
2: Yeah, this this is my debut on the Voices of Wrestling podcast network, so... I uh, I hope everybody's excited about it.
1: (laughs) Well, if I can get a little uh, behind the scenes and um, a bit sappy as well here. Uh, I first knew you from the VOW Discord, and um, I enjoyed your jokes and your takes there and whatnot. And uh, then you joined the Slack and the website proper, and uh, we all got to know you more. And, um, you know, I I consider you to be a good egg, uh, a good brother, as Gals and Anderson would say. And uh, I just wanted to have you on here and talk to you and have people get to know you more. So um, you know what, first time or not, I'm glad you're here, Brady, for sure.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I have my uh, I have my dangly earrings on as well oh, uh, to good, celebrate good. being a, a slack good brother. So
1: you just need a big fat bag of cash and you're good to go, baby.
2: <laughs> That's right by me, so we're good.
1: <laughs> well, um, since it's your first time on the show here, Brady, I'll ask you this: um, How did you become a wrestling fan? How did you get into it?
2: Um, you know, people ask me that, and I really I don't have any idea. <laughs> like i uh, I've been watching wrestling as long as I can remember, but my parents don't watch it. My grandparents don't watch it. Like, I'm the only one in my family who watched it. So I don't know how it started. Um, I just remember, like, my earliest wrestling memory that I have is The Last Nitro. And that would have been when I was like, I don't know, not even five. <laughs> so so I don't know who put it on. But uh, but I appreciate it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mysterious Origins. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, as far as music goes, has that played a big part
2: in your fandom over the years? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, music is just a big thing in my life in general. Um, I'm not sure if anybody notices a trend in my posts in the discord or the slack, but I'm almost always talking about how much I like people's entrance music. Um, so it is, uh, it's something that I take note of and, uh, that really adds to the presentation for me.
1: Well, you're on the right show. I mean, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's half the battle of being a good podcast guest, I think is just, you know, showing up to the right place pretty much. So there you go. Um, now, today, Brady, we are doing a Music Memories episode, and for those that may not know what that is, um, Music Memories is when I have on a guest to talk about three memories from the wrestling fandom that are strongly linked to music in some way. It could be a wrestler's theme, it could be a TV or pay-per-view theme, it could be from a game, an album, a movie or show about wrestling, perhaps, whatever it may be, and um, it's not like a typical episode where we analyze these songs. It's more of just a casual conversation about these memories, about these songs. And um, I think this is a good starter episode for you, Brady. You know, it's a nice, easy conversation. It's not throwing you in the deep end of the pool in terms of, you know, music theory or whatever. It's just, you know, a a quick, fun convo about wrestling, Brady. You'll, you'll be fine. For
2: sure.
1: Well, let's get to it then. Uh, Brady, what is your first music memory for us?
2: Um, I'll give a little intro for it. So... Along with not knowing how I started watching wrestling, I also drew the short end of the stick as far as consoles went. So I was an Xbox kid um, when I was younger. Um, So other than like after No Mercy, which would just be music that was compressed to fit onto an N64 cartridge, the first like game that I had that was good with a soundtrack was SmackDown versus Raw 2007. So uh, my first pick is Survive by Rise Against. I said first, like first wrestling game that I put a, put a ton of hours into. Besides No Mercy, um, like did I like all the soundtrack? No, I actually disliked most of it. Uh, but soundtracks used to be a pretty, pretty big part of game, pretty big part of games. Um, in all the menu screens, when creating wrestlers, everything like that. And along with just being a memory of the game, it's kind of a time capsule for me for like that that period of, like, my music fandom and my wrestling fandom. Like, it takes me back to, um, did you ever go on to, uh, I believe it was called Cause WS?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah.
2: (laughs) Printing off formulas for my AJ Styles creator wrestler or whatever. (laughs) Um, Watching No DQ, C-A-W, shout out to anybody who used to watch that. Um, Watching music videos on YouTube of wrestlers all the time. So it, it just takes me back to that. It's like a nice time capsule.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, when uh Sean uh did his Music and Memories episode, he also brought up No DQ CAW, which I also watched. So, uh it's nice to meet a fellow enjoyer of, uh, you know, Mr. Clean and uh the uh what was it? Uh like Superman versus Mario videos or whatever they were. So that's that's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was a big uh, I was a big Zaga guy. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, those those early SmackDown versus Raw games, uh, the first one 06, 07, those soundtracks are drilled into my brain um, because, you know, like you, I didn't just play those games a lot. There was a time, dear listener, when you couldn't just direct download a creator wrestler into your game. You had to go to a website, you had to find the formula, you had to print out sheets of paper, and you had to manually, one by one, input these numbers and sliders and color grading coordinates and movesets sets. And yet, uh, you know, spend a lot of time making these Critter Wrestlers. And, you know, did many of them look like the actual wrestler? Eh, probably not, but <laughs> we did it anyway, damn it. And when you do that, those soundtracks play over and over and over again in the loop. And you just, they stick to you. And Rise Against is one of those bands where I know, I guess, maybe five or six songs by them. But they're all from video games. You know, this was in SVR07. Uh, Give it all was in a bunch of games. Reeducation through labor was in Guitar Hero 4. Uh, Drones was in one of the Madden games, I believe. And they're just one of those bands where I like the songs I heard. Don't get me wrong, I like these songs, but I never really had an inkling to seek out more of their stuff outside of the games. Um, I think Three Days Grace is also one of those bands where <laughs> you know I heard them a bunch in video games, but
2: outside of that, I'm good. I think Brady. <laughs> yeah for sure rise against is i think they're an all-time soundtrack band i put them down i just i went to look into how many games they've been on soundtracks for today just it's a lot that yeah, been on. yeah it's like 20 games it's a ton and uh drones was actually the royal rumble 2007 theme song as well so they were they were just a few appearances short of being wwe's favorite band
1: <laughs> yeah i think uh, Limp Bizkit biscuit has them beat by a show or two i think <laughs>
2: for sure yeah
1: yeah um but you mentioned time capsule. You're so right. I mean, not just for for creator wrestlers, but but also the soundtracks themselves. I mean, you look back on those soundtracks from you know 15, 16 years ago, and they are very much a time capsule of of what's you know big in modern music and and what kind of bands they pick for those soundtracks. Um, you know, I always go back to the MVP Baseball 2005 soundtrack, which has you know Hot Hot Heat and uh, Louis XIV and the Zootons and, and bands like that, and it's like, you know, would they make a soundtrack for a, a baseball game nowadays? I I don't think so. Um, and I think Rise Against, they might be one of those bands too, unfortunately. Um, but you know, regardless, I still have my fond memories of of those soundtracks, and you know putting in a Chris Sabin creator wrestler by hand and, you know, hearing how we survived is what makes us who we are. You know, I, I still have those memories for sure. And I cherish them a lot. Uh, Brady. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that was music and memory. Number one, uh, Brady, what is your second for us?
2: Uh, number two, uh, going into, I don't know I'm in an interesting age group where like, I don't remember when I got high speed or not. We must've been like, I must've been 12 or something like that. So like it was before everything was super accessible. I'm I'm not going to do like the I used to tape trade thing because I'm not that old, but um, not not everything was accessible at the uh, whenever you wanted. So I didn't watch any indie shows until I was like in high school. So my first indie show that I actually ever watched online was a PWG show. It was PWG 10, I believe. And uh, so in honor of the PWG preview songs, Uh, it is hang me from the moon by barbarian overlords Like I said, that was uh, PWG is the first indie that I ever watched. And it was like, especially 2013, 2014 PWG um, really high bar to start off with. <laughs> um, there, there are so many wrestlers that I've been, that I was introduced to through PWG. Like um, uh, I full disclosure, I was going to take Kevin Steen's theme song. his ring of honor theme song. But I think you said Kelly had it previously. So I backed off. He did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Introduced to Steam, Generico, uh, Ciampa, Gargano, Willie Mac, You know, all of those, all those guys. And it really like PWG opened my eyes to independent wrestling, even though I had heard of it before. PWG was the first company where I actually took the leap and started watching. And it introduced me to so many of these people um, that are, that are in prominent positions now.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. As, as Joe has said on the flagship before, um you know pwg is meant to be an all-star game it's it's the best of the best and you look at the roster that they had especially during the 2010s when they were just you know during their real peak the roster was insane i mean it's just a who's who of greats the young bucks alone i mean right there they made their bones in that company with just so many great performances and matches and then they made their own company you know aew so Yeah. yeah um Now, as far as this song goes, you know, I remember when PWG ran a lot more frequently from the Legion Hall. I would wait just anxiously every month for a highlight video, and every single one had the same damn song. It was this song, and on the one hand, it's a really good choice. You know, it's this balls-to-the-wall, bluesy rock song, and when the entire video is just highlights of balls to the wall pwg action you know no headlocks or chin locks there it's a good pairing um after the 30th or 40th video though uh the song does tend to grate on you i think a little (laughs) bit but um, i can't
2: binge him that's yeah you gotta you gotta space him out
1: yeah but but that's super dragon you know he's not changing anything if he doesn't have to so um yeah i i've heard this song quite a lot over the years brady
2: (laughs) For sure. Yeah, they had this one and they had that one that was a little bit slower. Um Static I think it's called in the Static. Attic. Yeah. Yeah, Static in the Attic. And when they when they played Hang Me from the Moon, you're like, oh boy. This one, it's serious now.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest changes at PwG over the past number of years or whatever have been um changing the venue from the Legion Hall to the Globe Theater and changing the song and the videos. And that's pretty much been it I think uh you know oh you want live streaming screw you here's a new song deal with it <laughs> um but it also works it also works with these videos um and it's the same band too uh Barbarian Overlords I I think they're broken up by the way because they've only had two albums out uh, the last one in 2014 and I checked their website it's not been updated in like a decade so I think this is their only claim to fame, really. But hey, there are worse legacies to have than just having your song played over and over again on PWG videos, really, I think, Brady.
2: Yeah, and in their defense, I mean, I don't. it doesn't seem like PWG asked them to make any more music. So I'd probably just rest on my laurels as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of questions abound. You know, where are they? Um, are they wrestling fans? Does Super Dragon know them? Um, What's the royalty situation like? Are they are they getting a taste of these videos at all? I, I hope they are anyway, but yeah. Um, I'd
2: like to know the lore around it, that's for I sure. I know,
1: yeah, yeah. But Well, Super Dragon is a very mysterious fellow, so we may never know, unfortunately, but... Um,
0: In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, Off again, that's arena club.com slash VOW net, arena slash VOW net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club, and we thank them for sponsoring the Voice of the Wrestling Podcast Network. What's going on, guys? This is Rich from the Flagship Podcast here on the Voice of the Wrestling Podcast.
1: But anyway, uh Brady, what is your third and final music memory for us?
2: All right. So third, I was talking about how PWG introduced me to so many people. And in in this must have been 2015, 2016. I remember the uh, the Battle of Los Angeles, where the European invasion happened. <laughs> and they had uh they had Mark Andrews, Will Ospreay, I believe Tommy End. I believe they all made their Bola debuts the same year. And um that leads me to my third song. It was the first time I saw this person, and that is uh, elevated by "It Live, It Lives, It Breathes." That is Will Ospreay's new Japan theme song. <laughs> will osprey like there is there's so much to be said for going back and reliving somebody's glory days you can go back you can you can look at all the flair's matches you can look at all fun matches stuff like that there is it's a completely different feeling when you are there on the ground floor and you can watch something as it's happening right and my first like i said first exposure to will osprey either 2015 or 2016 in that bola I, after that, or after a little bit, I subscribed to Progress's uh, streaming service. Watched every Will Osprey match that he had up until he lost the title, and then like from there goes into New Japan, and there might not be anything more satisfying as a wrestling fan than watching somebody go through the full New Japan ranks. You know, like go through junior. Uh, go into open weight stuff, go into heavyweight, reach the top of the mountain from there. It's just a really special experience. And when elevated plays, like the tone of a show shifts, like whether it is like Forbidden Door this year or whether it's like a sleepy G1 show in Hamamatsu, uh, when, when elevated plays, you know that you're about to see something special. And, uh, so it's always held a special place in my heart for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we mentioned uh, Kelly earlier. Um, he also picked this one for his Music Memories episode. And it's an amazing song, of course. And the Kelly episode, that was about 18 months ago, I think, around then. And um, that was when Will was using his uh, his heel theme, Bring It Down. And since then, he's gone back to using uh, Elevated. Uh, he brought it back at the Dome against Kenny. And I remember uh, when the special piano intro played, People were like, is that what I think it is? And then we hear, oh my God, he brought it back. He brought it back. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were all so happy. And, you know, I loved that bring it down theme. Don't get me wrong, but it's elevated. Like, this is the Osprey theme. You know, uh, he'll, be, he'll be 80 in a wheelchair and he'll come out to elevate it and it'll still work, I think. So, um, yeah, but, but you mentioned, you know, watching a guy rise to the ranks. Um, I'm the same way with Will, really. I started watching him around the time that you did, 2015, 2016, and, you know, just, just seeing him grow, um, literally, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just just seeing him grow in the ring, uh, both in terms of his physical presence, but also his wrestling mind as well. It's, it's been a lot of fun, and he's my favorite wrestler going today. He seems to keep having great match after great match after great match without any signs of stopping that. Um, I just watched the one he had against Sexy Brady Jr. at Royal Quest III the other day, and it was incredible, again. Um, and, you know, it's it's really hard to find new ways to say that he's so amazing, but what else can you say, Brady? That's just what he is. He's amazing.
2: For sure. Yeah, I am uh, one of my projects that I've been working on on VOW for the past probably been over a year now has been like a a career retrospective of Osprey through like his through his most important matches. So it like I I sympathize with you. (laughs) It is tough to uh, to come up with more ways to say like this guy's exceptional. Uh, But like that's another reason why this song is so ingrained in my memory is just that going back through, um, like watching him from the scrawny little kid in Rev Pro when he faced Okada all the way through to, like, I believe his debut was against Kushida at Invasion Attack 2016. Go through, win his G1, um, and even like this year, finally beating Okada um, clean. I should say like that was, I remember watching the few shows before and just like when he was leaving the ring after his post-match promo, just listening to the whole thing, getting excited because I thought it was finally the time that he was going to beat Okada. So it's, uh, I don't want to say it's something I get sentimental about, but it just, uh, I don't know, it makes you think of like his whole journey and all the great matches that uh, that he's had.
1: Yeah, I remember when I graduated college, um, It was just in 2015, my dad took me to Disney World as a gift, and it was the last day we were in the hotel lobby, and I was watching on my phone uh, this match I had heard hyped up. It was Osprey versus Sidal, two out of three falls in RevPro, and it was a great match. And, you know, fast forward a couple years, and I'm watching Will Osprey wrestle in Wembley Stadium in front of this just massive crowd of people. And, you know, Elevated is playing and he's got this huge entrance and he looks great and he has the crowd support as well. It is it is really cool to watch a guy grow and develop like that and move up in the world and be able to have the matches that really display his talents properly and, and not be stifled or whatever. Um, and it is bittersweet, too, because on the one hand, it's like, where did the time go? You know, Jesus Christ. But on the other hand, you know... To be able to watch these matches live and to watch a Will Ospreay's career as it happens in real time, or like Okada's career, or Omega's, or what have you, to be able to experience that stuff in real time is, is really cool, I think, Brady.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I,
1: I will say, though, I think they should probably update Elevated at this point, because um, I, I think it should be more befitting of Osprey's AEW promos you know, bruv, 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 it work a lot better, I think, there, Brady.
2: Yeah. I mean, at least he's merchandising it. Like, if he's got the shirts, he might as well add it into the theme song. I'm with you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Music of the Match. Thank you so much for listening. And, Brady, thank you so much for being here. Like I said, a very easy conversation, neat and tidy. And you did great. So, first time on here. Great job, man.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me on.
1: Any plugs you want to give right ahead?
2: Uh, I don't know. I mean, you can follow me on Twitter if you want. Uh, it's at Brady Has Takes. Uh I don't, I don't tweet that often. Uh, the best place you can keep up with me is probably on, uh, on the Voices of Wrestling website. Um, I know the editor. And he, uh, he's very <laughs> persistent about getting more pieces on there. So yes. I'll probably get to work on there soon.
1: Yes, yes. He's he's very adamant about us writing stuff. Um, very annoying. I don't I don't oh, know how sure. Rich can stand that guy. He's super annoying. <laughs> but um, but uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Music of the Mat is, of course, part of the Voices of Wrestling podcast network. You can find all the great shows on there at VoicesofWrestling.com. Follow the show on Twitter at Music of the Mat. Follow me on Twitter at Andrew T. Rich. We are now on Blue Sky as well, uh, at Music of the Mat on Blue Sky, at Just Andrew on Blue Sky. So a little different there for me. Uh, Voicesofwrestling.com slash Discord for all discussions and comments. Voicesofwrestling.com slash Donate For any donations, uh, just click the big donate button beneath the name Music of the Mat. If you donate, hey, thanks so much. You're awesome. And, of course, rate, review, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many other places. Um, Oh, that reminds me. I know that uh, Google Podcasts is going away in 2024. So, just a heads up there, folks, if you haven't heard about that. um, I recommend either finding a different podcast catcher or... Uh, go to YouTube, the Voices of Wrestling YouTube page. All the podcasts on the network have their own specific playlist, including ours. So if you want to listen to us on YouTube and subscribe there, do that. It's Voices of Wrestling on YouTube. Um, And with that, uh, Brady, thank you again, and I'll see you around. Have a good one. All right, for Brady Trappett, I'm Andrew Rich, and I'll see you next time on Music of the Mat. Take care, guys. Music of the Mad is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The songs used throughout this
0: show are property of their respective copyright holders. Cheering at pro wrestling shows in Japan is back. And 2023 is already shaping up to be a big year in the history of pro res. That's why you should listen to the Emerald Flow Show. From the Royal Road to the Green Mat, Paul and Gerard take you into the world of All Japan Pro Wrestling and Pro Wrestling NOAA. Not only do we analyze events but we examine business, who is getting over, what angles are working, or not. Occasionally, we take a look at other Japanese promotions like DDT and Zero One. So if you're looking for more coverage of the world of Japanese wrestling, check out the Emerald Flow Show on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network, available on all of your favorite podcast apps.